Hello folks and welcome to yet another episode of Uncomplicate Health, the show where we do just that, uncomplicate your health. This is the month of love, isn't it? So I thought I'll uh, talk you through what actually happens when we fall in love. What happens in our bodies? Why are we not able to eat even though we are hungry and not sleep even though we are tired and all of those changes that happen when we fall in love. Uh, so let's dive right in. So you know you probably have felt butterflies in your tummy and you can't seem to stop wanting to meet this person who you are attracted to and I'm sure you've gone through a myriad of emotions. Now there are three parts to love. There is an element of lust and then there's an element of attraction. And then there's an element of attachment. Now, any of this can happen first uh, and there's no specific order. But usually either lust or attraction comes first and then attachment comes later when it comes to romantic love. And in each of these phases or elements, different hormones start to play a role. So what's happening now? When there is lust... Testosterone and estrogen come into play, right? And that I think is very clear. It's very easy. Uh, there is a sexual attraction, and even though there is more testosterone in men and more estrogen in women, both sexes have both hormones. So men have testosterone and estrogen, and the same thing with women. And these hormones play a role in the lust component, which is the easiest part to explain. But now let's get to the attraction phase now this element has two hormones dopamine and noradrenaline now what do these do if you've heard this episode on sleep you might have uh, you might have some understanding of what dopamine and this noradrenaline does but let me break it down for you again here so dopamine is what is called the reward hormone Right. So when you do something nice and your brain likes it, it releases dopamine and that can kind of get you addicted because your brain feels rewarded. And this noradrenaline is one of the hormones that play a role in what is called the fight or flight response. Now, if there's a snake in front of you, your body needs to decide if you're going to fight the snake or you're going to run away. And immaterial of which uh, option you choose, you need more blood in your brain to make that decision. And once you make that decision, you need blood in your arms and legs to help you either run or fight, which means the blood supply to the non-essential organs are diverted towards the brain and the hands and the legs. I think you're starting to get where I'm coming from. When you're in love, in this phase of attraction, you like what's happening, right? You're attracted to this person, so your brain starts to release dopamine whenever you are with that person. And therefore, love is a kind of addiction, isn't it? You want to spend a lot of time with this person you're, you're attracted to is because the dopamine comes in. 
but love is not very simple is it the brain starts to believe even if this person is not next to you even if you're thinking about how you had a nice date and how you had a nice evening with this person your brain starts to secrete dopamine because as far as it's concerned yeah it's happy even the thought of the person is releasing dopamine which is what gets you addicted to this person whether you're thinking about them all the time because it gives the brain a little bit of pleasure and it keeps secreting this dopamine you want to keep thinking about them all the time because it's rewarding for this brain and when you actually meet this person this noradrenaline is coming in and you know it's getting you all excited but at the same time you might fumble you might be a little nervous you might sweat a little bit so that's what this hormone does it sends blood to the legs and hands and therefore but there's no snake in front of you so you know this excess can make you sweaty and and make you trip and not make you think clearly now put these two together remember when this hormone dopamine comes it makes you feel addicted so you always want to spend time with this person and then this noradrenaline hormone diverts all the blood supply from the stomach and sends it to the brain and keeps it alert now what's happening in love you are hungry but you don't feel like eating because the blood supply is not there you may be tired and feel sleepy but you may not be able to sleep why because this noradrenaline hormone is is keeping your brain alert remember it is supposed to come when there's a snake and in front of you and you should be alert you know to either fight or run away you need to be alert but since that hormone is also coming when you are in love and in that attraction phase it's not going to let you sleep so that's why in love you don't feel like eating you don't feel like sleeping uh it's it's a beautiful feeling right so that's the chemicals that uh play a role in this but love doesn't stop there right i split love into three parts there is obviously the lust component the easiest to explain and then there is this attraction and then there's also attachment you're comfortable with this person now that usually doesn't happen very early on does it of course there are exceptions but while you start to feel comfortable and uh you start to get excited to be next to this person as this relationship develops you'll start to feel more comfortable and calm around them now it's not the adrenaline kicking in every time when you when you are uh when you have this element of lust that happens but otherwise as your relationship matures you're going to feel a sense of attachment and that is when this hormone oxytocin starts to kick in even in the other two phases oxytocin kicks in don't get me wrong it's not exclusive but we're talking about which hormone takes precedent and which hormone uh you know plays a bigger role here so this oxytocin is called the cuddle hormone so 
oxytocin also comes in during childbirth during breastfeeding and it brings a sense of attachment so as your relationship deepens you, this oxytocin makes you feel comfortable makes you relaxed and when everything is going well having a good amount of oxytocin actually has a lot of health benefits also so yes being in love is actually good for your health but things don't always go the good way do they okay so now i know it's the month of love and i'm not trying to play spoil sport but now that we are discussing about hormones in love we should also talk about what happens when things go wrong so let's talk about two things here one is jealousy and the other one is unfaithfulness so if you believe that you're going to lose the person who you're attracted to or attached to for the brain that is stress right so the same hormone noradrenaline which came in and gave you all that excitement and you know give you goosebumps and all of those nice feelings remember that that hormone was originally meant to be a response to stress now in this case when you believe that you're going to lose this person or you actually do lose this person for the brain that is stress and it releases this noradrenaline now what is this hormone this is the hormone that w- makes you you know either fight or run away so for the brain this other person who seems to be taking away your love interest is the enemy and so this fight or flight tends to take charge and when your brain decides to fight now this brings about jealousy because for you that person is a threat which is where the feeling of jealousy kicks in in love now where does unfaithfulness come from now if your brain has secreted too much dopamine and it's not getting that rush now from your current partner then it'll start looking for that dopamine rush and now that it's not coming from the partner it's going to start looking elsewhere so which is usually where the one night stands and the short term flings kind of affairs tend to happen because remember the dopamine component usually comes with the lust or the attraction phase so if that you're not getting from your current partner then your brain can crave for that and to satisfy that uh dopamine requirement it can lead you astray but if you're still in love with your partner then you might feel a little disgusted and you might feel uh shame or you might not feel good about it because the oxytocin doesn't come from that second straying relationship you're attached to this person but the dopamine kick came from somewhere else now what happens if you are not getting sufficient oxytocin from this relationship that kind of straying tends to happen when you are growing out of love or you are not having the same sense of attachment 
and your brain is craving for that oxytocin then when you stray usually it is not very lusty or based on attraction but because you start to find a sense of comfort elsewhere with a little bit of either attraction or lust put together so that's where the unfaithfulness tends to stem from remember the two types one which wants dopamine which is more physical and the other one that wants uh, oxytocin which is more attachment related and remember that there is a little bit of crossover in in both looks like i've complicated health for you rather than uncomplicating it i really hope i haven't taken the romance away from this beautiful feeling of love by breaking it down into chemicals so i will see you in another episode where i definitely will uncomplicate health and i promise not to complicate it uh, so till then is dr wasim signing off and i will see you soon goodbye